All right, we're live. Uh, welcome, everyone. Uh, I'm Will from the Curlcast. And I'm Andrew from the Curlcast. I'm Zenkilios from uh, a separate side faction of the Curlcast. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you've been on so many times by this point, you're basically a part of it now. So, <laughs> uh, Well, hopefully we have a, a lively discussion today. We're going to be talking about uh, Batman's evolution of video games, as well as, you know, maybe our other favorite superheroes in video games and how they've changed over time as the media has changed. Um, but first, uh, how about you go ahead and describe your channel there, Zangelios? Uh Yeah, so I basically just do reaction reviews to all sorts of stuff. Star Wars, DC, Marvel, uh, more recently anime, uh, specifically stuff like Demon Slayer. Um, and I'm just trying to get more away from reactions and more into analytical uh, rhetorical videos and just analyzing you know, more interesting themes and whatnot. But uh, that's basically what I do, just covering the topics I love, uh, as you can see behind me, all the other various uh topics but yeah that's basically mm -hmm. what i do very cool all right uh i guess we can go ahead and jump into this first have you all seen the new batman movie i have not absolutely oh right. no I right, so see it. without spoiling it thank you Liz, how do you feel about it i see i think it's, you have the shirt on so uh yeah this is actually a red hood shirt uh, oh, red okay, hood shirt. okay i cannot english red hood shirt but i do got a little batman cup i got from the movie theater but uh, no, I I honestly thought it was not just the greatest Batman movie, but I think it's definitely a top three comic book movie of all time for me. It was just the whole time in the theater, I was just sitting there going, oh my God, this is bad. <laughs> like, it was just so comic accurate. It was so good. All the actors were great. The cinematography was great. The direction was great. And it was a three-hour movie. It did not feel three hours. I After that three-hour point, I was like, come on, I could do another three hours. Give me more. But uh, I don't want to say any spoilers, but... Uh, it was honestly, if you like Batman, you were going to absolutely love this movie. Yeah, so I, I watched it last night in anticipation for this podcast. So just to make sure I, I could talk about it a little bit. And yeah, I really, really liked it. I don't know if I'd say it was my favorite. I'd have to see it again. I'd have to see it again to, to make that determination. But the feel is is unique. Uh, Robert, Pattinson, Robert Pattinson actually did a really good job <laughs> as the Batman. When he was first announced, I was like, man, I don't know how I feel about that. But I felt the same way about Heath Ledger. And he ended up being an amazing Joker. So I was like, all right, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, and he's just, he's brutal. He's brooding. He says very few words, which I liked because it's like, it's early Batman. So he hasn't really figured yep. out what to do yet. He's just scary. <laughs> um, so and, do, you think, yeah. do you guys think the trailer does it justice? In the trailer. I don't know. In the tra <laughs> because the trailer's right now for it. That's, that's the reason I've been a little slow to go see it. It's just the... I don't know what to think of it. You know, it looks it looks good, but I don't know. Do you it's... like the Joker? Yes and no. I, I mean, it's it's one of those things where the newest Joker movie. It's kind of it depends what you're in the mood for, right? It's mm -hmm. it's a little bit more ambiguous with the Joker as well because he's such a dynamic and interesting character. Whereas Batman, you kind of have an idea what you want, right? So. I guess for me, it's the reason I've been slow in going to see it is because I'm not a hundred. I wasn't a hundred percent convinced by Robert Pattinson as the as Batman in it. Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure what like what direction he was going to take it. It leaves a lot up for interpretation. So it's like, oh. that's why I'm wondering if it does justice when you compare him to like Christian Bale, for example, who I think everyone thinks. I will is say so. Don't go and think it's going to be a Christopher Nolan film because it's just completely right. Right. 
Um, I will say it's closer in the vein of like how the Joker diverged from the previous version. So it's it's a bit right. of more of a character piece. There's a lot more going on. There's like much more atmosphere to every single shot. They take the time to have Batman like walk out of the shadows. So it'd be like mm. 15 second buildup and you just hear his footsteps. So like, right, if you're not right. into that kind of filming, then you're not going to really enjoy this film. It's um, more um, artistic is yes. the way to describe this one. Yes. You, well, you can feel the trepidation of like the bad guys. Like there's like in the very beginning, it's not really you've seen in the trailers where right. like, there's some thugs and they turn around and all you hear is his footsteps. And honestly, like you kind of feel that like how scared they are because like oh my gosh, <laughs> this like this, this is like a literal monster because it, this it might is, be like, a weird bad. comparison to make. Did either of you see Dunkirk? I didn't see it. So would you compare it to? Uh, compare it as like the Dunkirk of Batman films in like relation, like difference. Like every World War II movie is a certain way action wise. And then you have Dunkirk, which is very much like atmosphere and experience. Is it in like how you feel during the events? Is it more like that? I would say yes, because there was times in the movie and I went with a group of seven people. And we're okay. all huge Batman fans. And there, there were times where we'd lean over to each other and be like, God dang, I'm terrified of Batman right now. And I okay. love that character. And there, there are a lot of times where, uh, obviously no spoilers, that the atmosphere that uh, Matt Reeves sets up in this movie mm -hmm. is it, it feels like you're a villain in Gotham. I think okay. if you were to pick an audience perspective, you are the villain, you're a crook, and you're supposed to be terrified of the Batman. You're supposed okay. to uh feel the fear because very early on in the movie and uh, mm -hmm. they talk about in the trailer uh, batman's vengeance he he's feared batman uses fear as a tool and you really get that here it's not just batman beating up criminals mm -hmm. in this movie it's much more than that just like it's, you said it's psychological it's, terror yeah yeah like world war ii movies it wasn't just a world war ii movie you know um allies versus nazis versus uh japan stuff like that uh it was very so uh much so kind of like a character study but more so a gotham study if that makes sense mm -hmm. Uh, that's like that's the best way i can phrase it without spoiling it yep. yeah no that makes sense that makes also sense. don't go into it expecting bruce wayne because he doesn't exist <laughs> but i don't think that ruins it at all it's just it's very much again like i think it's a good uh, way of putting it you are a villain and as a villain you would not know who bruce wayne was and you wouldn't care you'd be focused on batman and that's very much the film so like I think if there's another one, they'll they'll bring that in because that's sort of how they they want to go with it. But mm -hmm. I don't want to spoil it. it it's good. I, it's worth a watch. Yeah, I, I haven't seen the trailers, so I mean, I'm trying to avoid spoilers, which is why I haven't seen it. So I don't know how they're setting it up. Oh, that reminds me back to your original question, Andrew, um, about if the trailers do the movie justice. Yeah, yeah. I would say yes. And at first, I hated the trailers because there's a. Have you seen the trailers before I say anything? Uh, have I seen... have. I've okay. seen multiple trailers for it. I've seen the one where they've been advertising it in movie theaters. Uh, so that, that's where it's like, well, it looks interesting. <laughs> it, it made me like rethink every. Uh, uh, perception i had prior to because with robert pattinson i was like ah. yeah because there's a in the opening shot of the first trailer you see a person uh have a question mark in their coffee mug and he gets arrested mm -hmm. and when i first saw that trailer i'm like why would you show that why would you show the main villain uh supposedly getting arrested right. like that that you would think that's a build-up to the movie and then you watch the movie and you're like oh 
it's just oh, a small that, oh yeah that's oh, just a oh, very yeah. that's not a spoiler at all that's like that's it the way you i think it does it justice because it presents the concepts but mm-hmm. then you watch the movie and you see what what all of this is playing out how all of this plays out i should say you like the movie and it the was zodiac just so beautifully killer, done or just the zodiac yeah like riddler yep there you go i mean it's essentially that movie with batman <laughs> i haven't seen that movie but I, I know of the zodiac killer yeah so you guys would both say it's a good uh pivot from ben affleck <laughs> Yeah, I'm in the uh, sorry. I'm in the minority that I didn't like the Dark Knight trilogy. I thought they were great movies, but okay. I thought they weren't good Batman movies at all. It wasn't comic accurate at all. I mean, yeah, they got his origin story right, but to me, it they just didn't feel like Batman movies. It just felt like mm-hmm. a guy just as a bat in Chicago. There was no atmosphere to that movie. There, it didn't okay. feel like Gotham. It didn't feel like a GCPD. And um, so I didn't really enjoy those movies as much as uh, I would have hoped to. But this movie definitely feels like a comic book Batman movie. Were Were you uh? Are you a fan of the Gotham TV series at all? I did. I, I was a big fan of that show, and uh, uh, it was very fun to watch that whole stuff play out, especially in those last two seasons. Right. I think I definitely think that that's a pretty solid TV series. It definitely is, and um, we even yeah, that's funny you brought that up after the movie uh, during the credits. We were talking about uh, if we had any of us had seen Gotham, and two of us had. And there was a lot of elements from Gotham, uh, the TV sh- uh, show, that I'm like, man, that translates really well over here. Because although mm. that is not canon to the Batman movie, there's a lot of elements right. in Bruce Wayne's origin story in that show that can translate really well here. And be like, oh, I can see how something from Gotham would set something up here in a you mm. know different version of Batman. So I thought that was really cool. And if you've seen Gotham, you might appreciate a few things about Bruce Wayne's oh. past that most audi- audience members might not. So, so does it does it kind of take a so it's in that uh, similar vein of dark tones? Oh, know, absolutely. Basically, okay. Yeah, absolutely. I won't say anything beyond that, but yes, it's a very okay. no, yeah, dark movie. The, the TV series is pretty dark for Gotham. Mm-hmm. It's pretty solid. Yeah, let's just appreciate Colin Farrell though as a penguin. Like, I do not see him in there. I, I think that's a lie. I don't think it's him. <laughs> yeah, I just see Oswald Cobbleplot. That is all I see, and I love yeah. that. Yeah, no, I really like the makeup that they have, but man, that voice, it just isn't Colin Farrell. I don't know how they made that voice come out of that man. <laughs> that was that was such an incredible performance. And and good job from the makeup artists and whatnot. That was great. Yeah. All right, so I guess let's go ahead and transition to Batman and video games. I'm actually play, currently playing through Arkham Knight right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say... The Arkham series is my favorite. I know there's there's some okay ones in the past, and there's obviously like arcade games are pretty good. But there's a lot of missteps. <laughs> um, as far as Batman games, which one would be your favorite, and is it is it the Arkham series and why? <laughs> Either one can jump in first. Oh, okay. I was waiting for Andrew. I I would have to say Arkham. I didn't I didn't play it personally, but it was pretty solid to watch when one of my roommates in college was playing. Okay. Um, for me, I'd have to say the Arkham series from a gameplay perspective is definitely Arkham Knight. From a story perspective, uh, I really enjoyed Arkham Origins. I thought that was such a really cool uh, game that ties in not just the narrative aspect of Batman, but also uh, the villains and how Batman's relationship with the villains changes between the games and how that affects, you know, how it has consequences to the characters around him. And so, from an, from a gameplay perspective, it's Arkham Knight. And from a story or narrative perspective, I'd have to say Arkham Origins. Those are definitely my favorite of not just 
the Arkham series, but Batman games in you know total. Yeah, there's my boy Mark Hamill. Yeah, Mark Hamill is so good. So I really there's probably gonna be some spoilers. Obviously, we have to talk about the games, but like that series and obviously the main trilogy. I really, really enjoy those games. I felt like I was Batman. I like just beating people to a pulp and realizing I'm probably killing them, but like somehow they're still alive. <laughs> um, and it's like, I don't know. I think it's Batman like at his peak. Um, and the contrast that with the movie that we just saw, like that's you know early Batman, so he's nowhere near what you see in the game. Um, but like you know, Batman's at his peak. He's he's a little bit older. He's more grizzled. He has all the gadgets at his disposal. He's faced all of these villains many times before um and i don't know it, it's just so cool I, I just love just beating the crap out of people <laughs> and the, the thing is it also like it made uh it was just well like the narrative the um narrative was well structured the gameplay was uh very repetitive but it was also like a really enjoyable combat loop so like you know swooping in and attacking people you go from one room to the next room where like you know, you're in the shadows, you have to take some out, and then you're able to, like, fight the rest of them. And it, it is very repetitive, but it's also very fun because you feel like you're playing through a comic book story. Um, I mean, exactly. when you yeah. think about it, though, when it, the games came out, it's like, how many of those games aren't repetitive in combat? It's true. Just compare it to most uh, of those story-type games, it's like uh, Assassin's Creed. <laughs> that's Mm -hmm. what game is more repetitive than that but everyone loves it so yeah i always find it funny when i read a review on a game it's like it's very repetitive it's like every game like what game isn't you have to you can't like build a a different combat loop for every single scenario it's just that would be so time intensive and, and basically impossible uh so i guess the reason why you don't think mo- like a good game is repetitive is just because it is so enjoyable that it's fine it's fine that you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again and that's how I feel about these games. <laughs> Look at uh, Minecraft. Yeah, Minecraft. Yeah. Story though. That's when story is supposed to carry it. You know, mm, like true. combat loop. I mean, a good a good game. You will find yourself doing a repetitive methodology because you're going to find what works for you in a solid uh, combat system, right? You're going to find that preference of, I guess, technically button mashing that you kind of <laughs> like that seat that combo of moves. So it's always going to you're going to inherently find a repetitive combat situation, and then you but you're not playing it for the combat; you're pay, playing it for the story. I think that gets lost a lot of the time. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Because I mean, look at any first-person shooter; all you're doing is walking around shooting targets. Or look at uh, games like Mortal Kombat; all you're doing is fighting. But what makes those games so fun, even though the combat loop is exactly the same, and those games and those genres of games, I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, it, what makes it fun is that you find your own style, you find your own approach. That's why so many people mm-hmm. are so much better at Sub Zero than me, or you know, I'm better at Scorpion than other people because you find what works for you. And mm-hmm. you take the Batman games, and yes, it's very much so in some ways button mashing. You're trying to find the best way to beat up these characters. But what's fun is that you're trying to be, you want to be strategic about it. You want to be stealthy about it. You just want to go in there, you know, bat gadgets blazing. Like, how do you want to defeat these goons and these crooks and these villains? And I think that's what makes it so. Uh, works so well i guess is the best way and it's important to remember too that it's repetitive because you're making batman you like you you're making that character you in the game so it's like how are you going to do it it's like no i'm going to change it up every time like i'm going to be stealthy this one then i'm going to be just 
guns a blazing in this one. No, you're gonna you're gonna have a specific preference. Yep. So it's because you're making that Batman your Batman. Yeah, which is really cool because yeah, you're given a lot of different avenues to every encounter. So you can uh, use different tools. You can go through the uh, ventilation systems. You can jump jump from the gargoyles that are for whatever reason inside of a room. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you really can make it your own Batman, which is definitely really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think it translates to comics really well. I mean, look how many, not just in a movie perspective, but on a comic book perspective, look how many different iterations are of Batman. I don't mean suits mm-hmm. and I don't mean, uh, you know, looks. I mean, like, combat styles and stuff because you have so many different Elseworld comics of Batman and Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. uh, and the way he fights, the way he approaches villains and whatnot is very, very interesting. Look at the way Bruce Wayne approaches his villains in the Dark Knight comic. He's so much dark, uh, darker and grisly and uh, doesn't give any, you know, shits i guess i I don't know the appropriate term for that but uh and then you have his year one batman or year two batman like you have here in the batman movie where he's very Mm -hmm. he's on the edge he doesn't know Mm -hmm. he has his i'm not going to kill anyone but how far am i willing to go to get my goal accomplished and i think that's what's beautiful about these batman arkham games because in some way it lets you take that approach i mean no you don't have a choice how badly you beat up someone in that game yeah. <laughs> to the point of i death, do like but... how in arkham knight i can just run people over and like they have yeah, like a little go, yeah. like i'm shocking them it's like i just killed that guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh so i guess have you guys played any other batman games other than this like the newest iterations or no Mm-mm. i don't believe so well, all right. Well, I guess that's a short conversation. <laughs> um, I guess, so do you think it's better to base uh, Batman off of like an original story? So that's essentially what Arkham City is. It's, it's or The Arkham series is an original story. Should be more like comic book accurate where it actually follows an actually established uh, a canon story or should be based off of a game property? And like, I, I realize there are shortfalls and good things about each one, but which one do you think actually translates better what would have translated better if you know given the proper time or whatever um and what would you like to see well my opinion is that you're never going to make the fans completely happy so you should recognize that by not trying to recreate something from the comic books completely so you should try an original story that takes elements from the comic books inspiration so that you're not like oh, but they didn't do this exactly the same way because of whatever game reason, if the mechanics don't work or something. So it's like you can create your own story, and I think people can appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at look at the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, you have all these comics that are based on uh, – or all these movies based on comics, sorry, like Captain America Civil War, Avengers Infinity War. Uh, and although they are nothing like their comic book counterpart, somehow they are also like their comic book counterpart. They get the general story across, and uh, I think that doing an original story based off of stuff, like uh, Andrew was saying, is so much better because, A, if you've already seen the original comics, such as like Death in the Family or Killing Joke, you know, specifically mm-hmm. for Batman, you know what's going to happen. So it kind of takes the you know, element of surprise out of that for people who um, want to see something new and fresh. 
And I mean, look at Batman games where you're taking all these Batman rogues and maybe you're taking the concept of No Man's Land in a Batman game, which Arkham Knight kind of did with the whole Scarecrow situation. Uh, or you may take a Long Halloween concept and apply mm -hmm. that to a Batman story or something like that, but make it somewhat original. That way it, it makes the comic book fans happy. You could appreciate the Easter eggs and everything that's already there. You have the foundation. It's still Batman, but you make it worth playing because it brings something new and fresh to the table. And I think that would be the best approach. Mm -hmm. yeah, I agree. What What do you think? What medium, or I guess not medium, but like, should Batman be more of like an action adventure game? Should it be more like an RPG game? Do you think it's they should make another two D game like the NES version? Uh, what do you What do you guys think? Two D NES, easy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I honestly really like the style games. Like, I wouldn't mind them making one, like a one off like this, but obviously, I'm always going to be up for more of the adventure game. Oh, I think it's it could go multiple ways. It depends on what they really want to go for story-wise, right? The, I mean, the Spider-Man games that have come out have been pretty solid. So, an open world like that would probably go quite a long ways in a Batman game. Yeah, for sure. I think what the Arkham series did was probably the best approach to a Batman story because uh, the whole, you know, one of the main aspects of Batman's character is Gotham and mm -hmm. how Gotham shapes Batman as a character, not just Batman, but Bruce Wayne as a character. And if uh, you give the player the ability to roam Gotham and, you know, decide how you want to roam the streets of, you know, streets of Gotham or even the sewers, if you want to go meet Killer Croc or something, uh, I, I think that's the most beautiful aspect of a Batman game, just because it gives you that freedom. It gives you the the feeling and the atmosphere. And if you were to be restricted to like a 2D platform, uh, you don't really have that. You don't you you take away that aspect of Gotham and of Batman's character and the intrigue, the mystery, the detective work. And I think that maybe a mystery game for Batman would work. So if, if you didn't want to do an open world aspect, I'm open minded. Do a detective uh, game that's very linear and where you're supposed LA to go. Like, <laughs> no, there you go. Yeah, something yeah, like that. But Batman, like, LA Noir. It'd be Gotham like a Noir. Batman by uh, Gaslight or whatever that series is. That'd be kind of a cool one. But have you played sure, the yeah. um, Batman Telltale series game and games? Oh. Actually? Yeah, I forgot about that. So I guess I technically have played another Batman Telltale or Batman game. Yeah, so those are more of a detective. So like you know the, the uh, action is you know quick time events, but you actually have to scan all the areas and like locate things. That's actually pretty well done. That translates really well, actually. Um, even with liking the Arkham games so much, that one's still pretty good. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, you kind of just summed up everything I was going to say. So <laughs> leave that there. <laughs> All right, so here's a, you know the the burning question: If you could be one of the Batman, who would you be? <laughs> uh, as far as like the movie Batman, like if I could choose what Batman movie I would, or like what version? Yeah, if you're gonna be like Michael Keaton, George Clooney, Val Kilmer, uh, Christian Bale, or Robert Pattinson, I guess, or Robert Ben Pattinson. Affleck. Robert Pattinson, easy. All right, <laughs> I like him that much. What about you, Andrew? <laughs> I know you haven't seen Robert Pattinson, but yeah, um, I would have to go with Christian Bale just because that one is. I mean, they're just enjoyable movies. I know, not everyone agrees, but <laughs> definitely not Ben Affleck. Definitely, <laughs> definitely not Ben Affleck. All right, uh, yeah, I would probably say Christian Bale. Um, 
Yeah, I'd have to go with that because yeah, I mean Alfred is Michael Caine. That's his name, right? Like I love that guy. He's a great Alfred. Uh, they also have Lucius Fox as your right hand man, making all your cool gear. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think I'd have to go with him too. And also, this like to Zanhelio's point, or no, I guess it was Andrew's point about no, I guess it wasn't Zanhelio's point, but how it's basically just Chicago. <laughs> like it's very it's real life. Chicago mixed with New York. <laughs> Yeah, it is very realistic, and um, I uh, I can see that actually existing in the real in the real world. So yeah, that's pretty cool. All right, so going from Batman into just like other superheroes, you already mentioned Spider Man. Um, have you guys played any other Spider Man besides the new the new ones? Uh, I might have. I don't remember at the moment. That's how not meaningful those ones were to me uh, the um i was gonna say the infamous that count as a superhero okay are you gonna count infamous i'll count infamous because chris will hurt me if i don't okay. <laughs> is uh infamous that uh the game with the guy with uh that controls all the uh technology and stuff he's like super op and whatnot or am i thinking of something else? electricity he's the electricity well it depends on which one you're playing but the very first infamous was the ps uh the ps3 game that was you get like some weapon goes off in was it new york or i forget the uh i forget which city but the uh some weapon goes off you get turned into like a superhero with lightning powers you can drain electricity and stuff okay then yeah i think i'm thinking of the right thing and then it had like a huge karma thing you could either be like a hero or a villain that's why it was called Infamous. So okay, <laughs> and I think that was actually the best part about those those series is like the karma points, <laughs> where you could be the villain if you really wanted to. And at, up until that point, there wasn't really a good game that did it as well as that, in my opinion. <laughs> Unless you wanted That's to go off Fable, but I know. Yeah, I never really played Fable too much, so. Oh, that's your loss. Fable's amazing. Well, that's because I was always a PlayStation person, and Fable's not PlayStation. Yeah, well, it's on PC, man. You play on PC. It's on your phone I, technically I now. I wasn't. I wasn't a PC gamer at yeah. that point, so. Yeah. All right, but as far as let's let's go ahead and go with Spider-Man, and we talk about like maybe the future of video games, other superheroes, and video games in general. Um, there's always been like a focus on certain characters like the, it's always the, the biggest ones well i guess i guess in the 90s they explored a little bit more because there's more arcade games and you actually like brought in some more of the b-list characters from marvel and dc but it really narrowed into like batman and spider-man mm-hmm. um and for me like definitely the one was like man superhero games really can be good and they can just like blow my mind with spider-man too i know that's everyone's answer uh who, who was actually like alive and playing video games at that point um but have you guys played spider-man 2 for the Xbox, GameCube, PlayStation 2. Are you referring to the Spider-Man 2, like, movie game? Yes. Damn, yeah, I used to love that game. Yeah. That was so much fun. Oh, no, my balloon! (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, the nostalgia. (laughs) Like, literally, the hardest freaking mission is just ridiculous. You're retrieving a balloon, but it's impossible. (laughs) Yeah. God dang. I'm going to go ahead and put that up in the the background. Oh, please do. I got to see this. It's been so long. I remember the I, I could always never get past the rhino fight when I was a kid. 
Okay, yeah. The rhino was tough because you always got hooked to his horn and he'd spin you around. Oh, man. I love this game My so balloon. Much. Yeah, so, uh, Andrew, do you ever play this game? No, no, not this huh. time. I would not say go back to play. It is unbelievably frustrating nowadays, but <laughs> it's, uh, go on. But I was going to say, it makes perfect sense that all the video games kind of come back to Batman and Spider-Man because of basically the world they are in, right? They both are heavily focused on a city. It's what most video game developers are comfortable with, right? Mm-hmm. It'd be much harder to do a quality Thor game. <laughs> Or, like, name other character. I don't, um, even Iron Man is kind of weird to me. Yeah, I, I think Batman why. is. But I feel like Iron Man's a little OP. You know, that's just. It's tough because a lot of other characters, one, like you're saying, it, they're not just focused on a city, so they would have to be able to move around to different locations to feel like the actual character. Mm-hmm. Also, a lot of other characters fly. Um, whereas right. you know Batman glides, but he's always falling, so it's a much different mechanic versus right. like, Iron Man. You'd have to like ma- basically make a jet game, as well as if you want to have him walk around, you have to make a completely different game for that. Kind of like Anthem, how Anthem handled that, but yep. better than Anthem. Yeah, better than that. Yeah. See, also like I think if I gotta be honest, I think uh, the infamous games kind of give the best clues to what would probably make the other like what other superheroes would or comic uh, characters would make a good video game and i bet you could do something pretty good with x-men i feel like x-men would make is what they could do best well have you guys ever played x-men legends no no i play ultimate alliance i feel like you could make a solid open world game based off of off of x-men and it would be well that that sort of gets into what i was going to say is like what's coming up they're actually making a wolverine game and i'm pretty pretty excited about what they're going to do with that um i you know it's not the x-men in general there's folks on one right i guess it depends on how story driven it is with regards to like are other mutants going to be in it you know yeah, there's a lot of potential good stories that could go down. You know, Dark Phoenix would be a, a really good one for a... I want you know, them to actually make a good just, story on that. Like a good movie yeah. or a good video game on that storyline. It's so it's, good. I don't know why they always rush Dark Phoenix. Stuff. That's like a Thanos-level buildup. You can't yeah. just have two movies and then boom, Dark Phoenix. That's not... That was such a shame what they did with that. Yeah, well, the newest one, the new, like... Uh, what is it called? Is this called Dark Phoenix? I think it yeah, is. it's called Dark Phoenix. Um... That movie, first of all, movie just plain sucked the entire time. But uh, when she becomes like the Dark Phoenix, she doesn't do anything cool. Like that, she is a world-ending threat at that point. So just having her like, what what does she even do? I don't even remember what she does. Like, what is the threat? She lifts she, up like, a train. Yeah, she lifts up a train. And she glares really hard. <laughs> the X Men movies have always kind of I don't know. They seem like they're going in a good direction, and then they kind of just divert instead of tying it all together nicely. Definitely. I kind of... I kind of should have done better. <laughs> yeah, I kind of... I, I know I mentioned Ultimate Alliance earlier, but going back mm-hmm. to, like, a Batman aspect game, I wonder if they could do, like, a Batman-esque uh, Ultimate Alliance game. Because I know they're, they're coming out with Gotham Knights, and Gotham Knights is... Sorry, it's not a sequel to the Arkham games. It's Suicide mm-hmm. Squad Kill the Justice League is yep. a sequel to that. But... 
I think if they like, you know, Batman to me is such an interesting character, not just because he's Batman, but because of the Bat family and everyone around him. Yep, yep, so yep. I, I think that doing like an Ultimate Alliance S game of like Bat family characters would be really cool because there's so many interesting characters. You got Red Hood, who's one of my personal favorites. You have yes. Nightwing, Batgirl, Batwoman. Uh, you have 15 different Robins to choose from. Uh, <laughs> so I think they did something like that, but maybe focusing on Bat man's characters rather than like a whole cinematic universe or whatever or comic book universe i should say uh there's a lot of potential to be had there that's why i'm super hyped for gotham knights because it seems to be more of a uh, free roam ultimate alliance in some aspects and i just hope that they do batman's characters justice i think i I agree with that because every time they've tried to do other heroes (laughs) other superheroes in uh the dc world they're just Except for Wonder Woman, they've been very lackluster, in my opinion. But that's because yeah, most some people really like Superman over there. But yeah, I've seen a lot of cries for like a Superman or Flash game. But how do you do that? Superman's OP. Like, how do you make a fun right. game? You just yeah. I, I already figured this I'm out. Saying movie, I'm even saying movies just right now. It's like anytime they've tried movies, they can't even I, I figured that movies with, really well with so Superman. It's so super easy. The very beginning of the game, you just get shot with a kryptonite bullet or dust or something, and throughout the entire game, you're leveling up as you're moving bits of the kryptonite. So you like regain powers as you're through it. So like at the very end, you're overpowered. Not in the beginning. There you go. Oh, kind of reminds me of uh, the game Prototype. Yep. There you go. That, that, I, I, yeah, okay, I can see what you're saying now. Yep. Warner it's Brothers, pay me some how, money. <laughs> it's, a, it's a question of how enjoyable that game would be, though, as Superman. <laughs> and what the story would be. Well, yeah, yeah, well, that's the thing. That, I mean, that's the problem with his character in general, because they've made him so powerful in the comics. So, like, really, he's unrelatable, um, other than him trying to do the, the right thing. But he can literally fly into the sun and then punch through planets. Like, come on. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> You know, how do I relate to that character? It's like, yeah, it's cool, but he would be cooler as a villain, which is why they always want to make him one. <laughs> yeah. Last in injustice. Yeah, exactly. They could always do uh, Green Arrow. See, that would be a good one. I love my boy Oliver. Yeah, so I guess what other characters, uh, let's focus on DC first. Would you actually like, so Green Arrow would be one. Um, I think that would actually be an, a relatively straightforward one to do because, again, he's not overpowered, so it would be fun mm-hmm. to build him up. Um, what are some other Witcher. ones? Nightwing. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I can't, there's a lot of characters I want, like the Flash, but the Flash would be just like Superman. You have a, you have a power okay. problem there. Yeah, you have a power Even problem. Even Wonder Woman. Yeah. Well, they're making a Wonder Woman game, so I'm very curious on that well, one. Well, it'll be interesting. Oh, yeah, I heard about that, yeah. Aquaman would be weird. <laughs> It would I don't be know weird. how you do Aquaman. Um, it's just like that feeding frenzy game. You just have him in the corner talking to the fish as they're going around. <laughs> That's the game. <laughs> it's actually a fish, a fish farmer simulator game. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe like a Red Hood game would be cool, cool because Red Hood is he's not OP and he has a really cool story and a yep. lot of cool uh, uh, characters are spawned from Red Hood. So I think Red Hood would be a really interesting character uh, to. Especially if Batman is a villain, in at least in the beginning, that would be cool. Or maybe like because we all all these Batman games, Batman's the main character, he's the hero. But if you did like a Red Hood story, and Red Hood's not a bad guy, he's an anti-hero. So, you know, part of the game, you're trying to hunt down Batman and get revenge for what he did, but not really did 
to Jason. And I think that'd be a really cool thing. Make Batman the villain, even though he's not the villain. And you're on these, you're trying to figure out who's on the right side here. It'd be, it'd give the player a really good moral dilemma. You can make choices throughout the game that have consequences. It doesn't have to be an open world thing, but um, yeah. I still think it'd be an interesting concept. Well, you could really go like heavy into the psychological trauma that he went through and how like you're seeing the story from his perspective. And then like, as you're unpeeling the layers, you realize like, oh, his like his mind is super warped. So like what he's seeing in that moment is not what's really happening. I think that'd be kind of cool. That would be great. And you have to like discover like what's reality and what's yeah. not reality. That would be that would be a really cool gameplay loop. Mm-hmm. Dang, Will, you should just design games now. Keep doing game content. Exactly. This this is what I'm meant to do. Come on, Warner Bros. <laughs> uh, what character would I want? jobs apply now? <laughs> I mean, obviously, like, I want a Justice League game, but again, it's like, how do you do that? Just go to Apocalypse. Just throw them all there. I think I think the easiest one to jump into would probably be the Green Arrow. Yeah. Also, with the TV series, it was pretty successful, so they would. Yeah, they already have that audience. They already have an audience. And he's already relatable enough to Hawkeye, and a lot of people know Hawkeye from the MCU, so that already gives a. You know, well, here's the DC version. Hawkeye. That's the... Oh, he's way cooler. <laughs> Hawkeye's kind of lame compared to us. Hawkeye is, is totally lame, yes. Uh, so Chris asked, uh, what is your favorite Batman villain? Ooh, I'll go last on this one. I want to hear what you guys have to say first. I'm always conflicted. I'm always conflicted on these. I'm trying to think of which ones I actually... like. I really like poison. <laughs> what? Man bat. <laughs> He's the best one for sure. I weirdly like poison ivy. Okay. That's that's a good one. I don't know why. I just do. It's always she, interesting. She she has the power of controlling plants and growing them all. Right. Place. She's not really human, which is also cool. She's super sexy. <laughs> and she has like a killer kiss, which honestly is is honestly like an unspoken, like how cool that power actually is. Or she can yeah. like allure you to get close and then she can kill you. It's very cool. Like a siren. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, the plant powers are cool and they're super creepy. And I feel like you could make a really interesting uh, movie based purely around her. Yeah, yeah, good. Depending on what you were trying to do, because just think of how many like you got conservatories and stuff where people like those all those different like botanical gardens everywhere and people like to have uh conventions around it you could make her almost serial killer-esque <laughs> from you can make her scary you could make her very scary and yep this is the best batman movie oh movie no with the Batman. oh movie. no that's my favorite batman villain the batman and robin movie oh God. <laughs> the movie itself Oh, it's so bad. What year did that come out? It was like 80s or 90s, right? Uh, or 97. 97. Man, this is what I thought Batman was for a long time, too. God. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so my favorite villain. It's tough because there are so many iterations of every villain that right. I like certain iterations. Like best. Yeah, it's tough. Like The Joker will always be one of the greats because the Joker is awesome, no matter what. It's the reason I didn't pick him. Yeah. Just can't pick him. Um, <laughs> too cliche. Right. I mean, Bane is cool. Uh, 
I, I like it when they do the more like intelligent Bane, just because it's it seems weird that you have this big hulking guy and he's actually really smart. Um, the Riddler is good. I, I like him when it's Hush, right? When he is like, you don't know it's the Riddler throughout the entire story, and then the very end, it's like a, a resurrected Riddler. That's Hush, right? Uh, no, Hush is uh, Tommy Elliot. Uh, he's uh, he's the one who makes himself look like Bruce Wayne. Oh, what the heck am I? What's the I'm name of sure. the, is it the Long Halloween then? What story am I, line am I thinking? Uh, of? Long Halloween is all the Batman rogues, but um, I, I'm well, he like wraps his face up in bandages. That's Hush, that's not the Riddler. Uh, no, the Hush is his own thing. There might be another story involving Hush and the Riddler, but the only uh. Hush stories I know of is just Thomas Elliot and maybe I'm uh, just mixing the two up. There is a story where the Riddler does have stuff on his face, but maybe I'm just mixing those two up. Um, anyway, that's a good story, and you don't know it's the Riddler. Oh, but my favorite for oh, it's the Court of Owls. I, like I don't even know why I, I took so long to get to this. Definitely, Court of Owls is my the favorite Batman. I know it's a group of villains, but that's the best, hands down. I'm uh, blanking. Who's the guy who has the freezing gun? Mister Freeze. Mister Freeze. Yeah. He's good. Wasn't he in this movie? Also, with I can meet you. <laughs> yes, I can look him up for you. All right, oh God, uh, Mr. Freeze. I think it's the same movie. Yeah, it totally is. <laughs> God dang. To be fair, I, he looked cool. Is. He did look cool. Yeah. And it's kind of hard to make Mr. Freeze look cool. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh man, you're gonna see the suit up. <laughs> what is this? You're gonna see the butts too. Like, there what is this? Put nipples on it. Crutch. But this is what makes no, Batman. Batman. You, you missed. You missed the most important part. Their suits. Their chest pieces had nipples on it. I so don't. For whatever reason. Oh, Bat nips. Chris also said, "What's the dumbest villain?" They're all the dumbest villain too. It just depends on the storyline. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's true. I mean, at one point, the Joker was actually a terrible villain. <laughs> yeah, they did the whole three Joker storyline thing. That thing was weird. Oh, there he is. Look at, look at how ridiculous he is. <laughs> it's so great. Oh, man. how did they, Why did they have Arnold Schwarzenegger be his person? He's supposed to be a brilliant scientist. It doesn't even make sense. He sounds so ridiculous. Yeah, because his story is really sad, too, if they do him right. So they, there's yeah. a lot of potential to... Uh, I think that if the Batman 2 focuses on a uh, Mr. Freeze villain, I think based on what the first movie, uh, the theme and the atmosphere of that movie, I think they could do something really cool with Mr. Freeze if they choose to make him the villain of the second movie. But yep. let's see. I mean, but, let's uh, be honest, they only picked Schwarzenegger for this one because they wanted the big name. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Oh, nice man. to meet you. Oh no! And he had oh. that big gun. Like, come on! <laughs> they they picked him just because that's what Schwarzenegger was typecasted as. <laughs> yes. Also, they have like bat uh, skates in this. You'll see it in this fight scene. It's just oh, the dumbest no. thing ever. Like, when would Batman ever need ice skates? Why would he already have this built into his suit? It's just <sighs> like that's a very odd, specific gadget to have. Like Who's very... the actor for Robin in this? Like, I forget. He, he looks familiar, but I can't yeah, tell. He's like on NCIS now or something. 
isn't he? He's on one of those crime shows. I, I recognize him too, and now I'm blanking on his name. Right, he's very he's very familiar looking, and I just can't I can't place it. But uh, I guess going back to the original thing, I, guess I think my favorite villain is easily Court of Owls, and uh, funnily enough, the Riddler. I think the Riddler is a very underrated character because he's very goofy in the comics, and he's very goofy in Arkham Knight because it's very you know why is he giving away all the answers to his crime? That's literally the most pointless thing to do, but. I think why I was so hyped for the Batman as a movie because they're finally giving Riddler a you know a chance to shine, and with what they did here, it was just the perfect version of Riddler I could think of, and mm. they really made his character make sense. They made him you know they all the you know the plot holes of why would he just give away all his answers through riddles and Batman could easily figure them out, and then you're like oh, oh it makes total that's sense why. yeah it makes sense mm-hmm. now or why would he let himself do this or why would he set someone else to do that and it's like oh that makes sense. It, you're figuring it out, and I, I love that aspect of um, you're you're throughout the movie. You're like, this is so dumb. Why is this happening? And then the movie explains it to you. It treats you, it treats the audience like they're not dumb, and you're trying to figure stuff out with Batman. And I think that that's my favorite yeah. aspect of Riddler as a character because I love Joker, but to me, Joker is one of the weaker villains because he just laughs and kills people. There's no motivation <laughs> behind his character. He has no emotional backstory. He fell into some acid and bada bing, bada boom, and. <laughs> I, I just think the he's not relatable except for yeah. anyone who wants to be an anarchist out there these days <laughs> oh anarchy is a good good villain too so yeah i think the joker movie did really flesh out his character well and made him not necessarily relatable but sympathetic like you felt really bad for him up until you know nothing was creepier <laughs> though when people laughed in the movie when he did some crazy shit That's yeah, no, i didn't like, laugh i just like oh, people, oh no when i went people laughed at moments that were just like uh, uh, i don't know if you should be laughing at that but <laughs> oh your uh mic's off again uh-oh nope might be down for the count. <laughs> nope, still, still. Yep. <laughs> there you go. Oh, maybe. It doesn't say it's muted, but I can't hear you still. Back there now? Go. Now we're good. Yep. Now, we're good. now you're back. Now you're back. Uh, shoot, I forgot what I was saying. Um, <laughs> uh, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, yep. well. I, I also lost that train thought. But to Chris's... Uh, comment here that he wouldn't mind a Gotham game where Batman is dead and you play as one of the villains. Uh, that would be really cool. Even if Batman was still alive, it'd be cool to play as one of the villains. Um, but the, the Gotham Knights game, Batman is technically dead. So you get to mm-hmm. play at least as the Bat family. So it, 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 it'll change it up a little bit. I think it would be really cool to do a uh, uh, I think Killing Joke almost mm-hmm. almost got to the end where Batman is laughing with Joker at the very, very last uh, a few pages of the manga, I almost said manga, the um, comic, and you, you just like hope that maybe Joker does want to redeem himself. And I think that if Batman had a moment like that with a villain, and he actually did redeem a character, that maybe that's Mister Freeze, because I think Mister Freeze is the more likely to be redeemed. Uh, mm-hmm. He helped his wife, but uh, and then Batman gets taken away, and then they feel responsible for his death, and that would be a really good redemption arc for that villain and trying to. Uh, make cool. uh, right what they made wrong. So I think that'd be a really cool concept. Mm-hmm. See, now you should work for Warner Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had some cool concepts thro- uh, thrown around in my brain. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So you're saying that you like, uh, is it 
Paul Dano is the guy's name. Paul Dano, I think, is how you say it. I can okay. be wrong, though. Or, or Jim Carrey. Obviously, it's Jim Carrey, right? He's the better Riddler. Oh, easy. What kind of question is that? It's obviously Jim Carrey as Riddler. I think I would like Jim <laughs> like the Riddler better if his hair wasn't pink. And also, he didn't wear like a leotard the entire time. Like, like right now, he actually has like a normal, normal-ish suit on. But half the movie, he's in a leotard. It's like, I don't understand this. Why would <laughs> well, that's the that? riddle, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the riddle. Nice. Okay. Um, yeah. So I guess branching out again, I'm trying to swing it back to the uh, swing it back. That's a fun the, to Spider-Man. Um, do you guys think that Spider-Man would have evolved in a way that it did in, throughout like the video game medium if it wasn't for the Arkham series? Or do you think the Arkham series had to happen first? See, oh, we lost his. No, oh, can't hear you using Helios. I don't know if you're talking. Yeah, no, it's not. Yeah, it's broken. It's, it's okay. Broken. You weren't adding anything to this conversation anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's it is tough though, right? I think. Um... <laughs> I don't know, the, the world has moved towards those open-world games naturally, right? I don't think... I, I don't think that Arkham is the reason, okay. per se, that Spider-Man moved that way. Maybe it made Spider-Man realize that they could do that for a superhero, right? Um, I think if you have to place it on any game right it would be like assassin's creed and infamous are the ones that showed that open world games even within like a city are what like what a lot of people would want because aren't the like those are two of the earliest games i can think of that had very convincing open worlds that were like within a city and you were doing these missions around the city I think it adds a lot of replayability too, but I don't know if you can hear me saying that. We heard it now. We heard Let's it. Let's go. <laughs> okay. What were you originally going to say? Um. Uh, I think that Spider-Man could have come first just because he's a more popular character, uh, and he 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 will sell money. But Batman kind of showed, uh, kind of paved the way for many game developers to greenlight some of these projects. Like, wow comic books are more than just for kids uh adults can play these games and have fun playing these games we can present darker tones and you know present different kinds of stories and make a series and make a lot of money off of this i think either way uh, spider-man can be a dark character as well uh i mean look at the ultimate spider-man universe he gets straight mm-hmm. up bodied by the six spider-man can be dark and i think batman can be light-hearted as well with his bat family at the moment with his sons and uh, so I think either or could have come first, but I don't think any other villain or comic book character could have come first, if that makes sense. It had to be either Batman or Spider-Man, in my opinion. Yeah, okay. for the same reasons we talked about earlier. They're the two with the with their city. Like, it's the most conducive exactly. to that style of the game. So now that, you know, obviously Spider-Man and Batman have really established themselves in video games, we expect great things from the newest iteration. Like, I'm, I'm already planning on buying the new Spider-Man. I'm already planning on buying Gotham Knights. Um, however, now that they're starting to branch out um, into, like, other properties, so you have the Suicide Squad game coming out, and you also have Wonder Woman, Wolverine. Uh, do you think that 
they they have the formula down that we're pretty confident those games are going to be okay. Um, also, do you think if they stumble that they there will be like a big dearth of superhero games again, just like how in the early 2000s there was a bunch of movie properties and then it you know they stopped making them because they all sucked. Fun. <laughs> uh, I think I think it's uh, I think it's definitely one of those scenarios where you got to hope they pick the right characters and have a good vision for it, right? Because I don't know, I'd be nervous about Wonder Woman's game. I I don't know if that's actually going to play out well. Um, it it's kind of tough, right? Because you're going to you it's like this uh, superhero movies. They're going to have they have that. You've gotten a lot of them, right? Marvel just unleashes all all of Pandora's box on it. So, <laughs> are are you going to get the same thing with video games? Because right now, the reason most of those movies draw so many people to them is they purposely tie them together. So if you don't go to all the movies, you're going to miss certain things that play into the other movies, mm-hmm. right? So will they do that to the games? That's the question mark, because I don't know if they, if on their own, all of those games will have the same selling point, right? Honestly, I think it, I I don't think that could happen only because games take years and like and I don't, I mean I know movies take years to make, but I think game development uh, is so much more complicated than movie development. It takes so much longer than movie development to make a good, not just a good game, but a good looking game, uh, a game depending on the size of it, whether it's open world or something like that. And one bad game can really destroy the reputation of other, sorry, one bad, uh, maybe comic book game may destroy mm-hmm. the reputation of another comic book game coming. I mean, look at a movie like the Assassin's Creed movie and what that did for video game movies coming forward. Um, I mean, you have a few good ones. I've never seen this one, but I heard good things like the Sonic movie. I mean, that's, that's based off a video game. And I heard it was pretty well received from that fandom and I'm happy for them. Uh, but there's a lot of video game movies that consistently come out that are just, not that great and really ruined the reputation for video game movies and i think comic book games is in that kind of that same boat uh because you can make so many different tv shows and movies about comic book characters but like i said earlier when it comes to games the process it takes to do that kind of stuff with licensing what stories you're going to do the gameplay is it going to be open world what the narrative is going to be that's so much more uh than just filming and getting some costumes on see Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say one thing about that though. With the video games to movie, I think that's directly proportional to who makes the movie because they I think too many video game like too many of those um video game developers have jumped way too eagerly to get the movies made. So they'll jump at the first chance for it, thinking okay. that it's gonna be great for their series. But like I don't see. I I guess it's where it's where um, example being, they're doing a. They're doing the Last of Us movie, right? Or is it a TV series? I can't remember which one. I'm not sure. Uh, I think it's a TV. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like I expect that to be good. I just I expect that to be good because the people who own that IP are going are not going to let it be banned right it's also i expect anything that sony touches to kind of have some 
quality control because they don't want to ruin that like what their actual ip is they they're going to own everything from start to finish so it's a little different than like assassin's creed ubisoft don't make movies <laughs> right some, uh, i can see what you're saying right yeah so it's like there's and they don't get good it's like writers <laughs> they've never gotten a good writer they just they usually seem to be directors who want to be lazy and just be like okay we're going to take this concept it's it's basically the people who go and be like okay we're going to make mythbusters but it's all chicks and we're <laughs> going to claim like this is a whole new movie <laughs> that's 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 this people that did assassin's creed in my opinion i can i can kind of agree with uh what you're saying because i I'm a huge fan of Halo, and there's a Halo TV show coming out, and mm -hmm. uh, I'm not sure how involved that uh, the company that makes Halo, that being Three for Three Industries, is involved with that show. But they don't make movies and TV shows. They've made like one short TV short, uh, like a few back, a few years back when they did Halo Nightfall, like a six episode short uh, limited series, and they make games. And I'm not gonna lie, those weren't that great. And the Halo TV show, although it looks good from a narrative standpoint, it doesn't look that good. It has me very worried, but I can kind of see what you're saying, like something like The Last of Us, that sounds really interesting. That sounds really good. Um, and I can, I basically what I'm trying to say is I, I know it depends on who's making it. It's a video game movie, therefore it's going to suck. Or it's a comic book game, therefore it's going to suck. So, okay, I, I'll say one. I just went to the, um, recently to the Uncharted movie that mm -hmm. came out. And... Oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> Now, there's elements to the movie that you're just going to be like, oh, what what the hell? There, there's elements in it, right? But the overall movie isn't isn't terrible. It's it's good. I more, People who are bigger fans of the games might not be super keen to certain elements of the movie just because they're trying to do it in a timeline, uh, like part of the timeline that is never really covered, not really covered per se by the games. And then there's like one or two things where they try to do a crazy scene where, where it's, um, where basically it's unbelievable. <laughs> there's a part where it's just unbelievable, right? Cause they're trying That's to do something that you might experience in a video game. And you're just like, mm -hmm. this is unbelievable, but I'm in a video game. Mm -hmm. And then, but they're trying to live action that into a, uh, movie now. And it's just like, okay, <laughs> you would have been knocked out. <laughs> You're, you're not climbing on these things right now. You're mm -hmm. you're knocked out falling. But yeah, um, it's it was overall though not a terrible adaption by Sony, right? It was it was far better than Assassin's Creed. In my opinion. was it better than the Tomb Raider movie? <laughs> you know, I never thought Tomb Raider was that bad. Was bad. So yeah, I would say it's in a similar vein. All right. I thought the Tomb Raider movie, the like the newer-ish one, is is was okay. I mean, you have Angelina Jolie. I mean, it's kind of hard. no. I'm not talking about that one. Oh, <laughs> I'm talking about okay. the new, the like, Angelina Jolie ones. They're okay as well. Wait, but, which uh, was it, the latest one? I don't remember. Uh, maybe I missed it's, that it's one. It's loosely out. based off of the new Tomb Raider games. Okay. Um, I I can't remember the actress's name. Um, she's in Ex Machina. She's the robot. Okay. And in the chat right now, Chris did point out that um sony has never produced a bad spider-man related anything that's so true they're very they're very protective of spider-man i mean <laughs> so all I as, have, as, I, as i pointed out amazing spider-man 2 
was not great. The direction was terrible. And it caused like Sony to negotiate with Marvel to put it into the put them into the Avengers. They would have negotiated to put them into the Avengers no matter what. Let's be real. The amount of money and the amount of attention that it brings to the future games that they did bring out is something Sony would have to have been blind, deaf, and stupid to have never decided to do. The money and possibilities and creative rights you have by uh, partnering up with Marvel Entertainment is just, like you're saying, Andrew, it would be ridiculous for them not to jump on that. Right. But I, I did enjoy Amazing Spider-Man 2. It had a good soundtrack. I will say I enjoyed it the first time I watched it, but then when I went back and watched it again, I kind of was like, eh. They're really, they're basically made an Iron Man 2, where they're just trying to build the universe and they, they, they just destroy the story. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Especially with that whole Sinister Six setup and the Green Goblin and all that stuff. Yeah, and the whole oh, Green Goblin was terrible. I don't, that didn't make any sense at all. And uh, the, also, like the Sinister Six in the end, they just show you like every like, every villain's appendages are there. It's like, oh, Oscorp just made all of this, and they're just, just gonna like, give cringe. it to random people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh... yeah, it wasn't it wasn't super compelling. <laughs> no, it wasn't. But well, speaking of the oh, go on. Sorry, I was gonna say for uh, we we've talked a lot more about DC heroes that would make a good a good uh, video game. Are there? Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on an, another Marvel hero that would make a good video game? All right. Well, I want another Hulk game. Have you guys ever played Hulk Ultimate? Yeah. No. Okay, I will show you. You like damage buildings and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And you can like turn cars into boxing gloves. <laughs> yep. Oh, it was, it was great. Oh my gosh! Now that's nostalgic. <laughs> uh, I had to have been like five, six, or something like that when I first played this game. I bought this game from uh, Blockbuster. <laughs> I used my friend's. Uh, I don't even remember what I played it on. It was so long ago. I was a little kid. But I used my friend's game uh, to play yeah, this or watch it. I had it, it on uh, Xbox, but I think it was on GameCube and PS2 as well. But I could be wrong on that. We can also get really funny shorts so you can have like American flag shorts and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, like I, I realized like that Superman is overpowered and Hulk kind of falls into the same thing. But for whatever reason, it seems like the Hulk game would make more sense and would work better. It's because you're. You have Bruce Banner, too. You're not an alien, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Like, you're still human. And he's only... He becomes OP the second you're, like, emotionally angry. Like, it's still... What drives him is still human, right? True. So True. he's more relatable instantly. And then, who doesn't want to just destroy <laughs> The morality isn't there to be the perfect person, right? That's mm-hmm. why the, that's why the game would work a thousand times better than than Superman. <laughs> True, I think a a Daredevil or maybe a Blade game would be really cool. Ooh, Blade! That would okay, be yeah. I, I was in, I was forgetting about Daredevil. That one would be good. Daredevil. So, would be good. I think so, going around 
Yeah, like Blade has so many cool powers, and he's hunting vampires. I think that'd be such a cool like concept. You can make almost a horror game out of Blade. And with Daredevil, the powers that he has with uh, his hearing and you know the reflexes, and he's like Spider-Man in some ways in terms of uh, what he can do, the city he's in. And I think that that could create a really cool story. You have so many cool villains too when it comes to Daredevil. Uh, you have Elektra, you know, a Bullseye. You have a lot of cool characters involved with mm-hmm. Daredevil. I'm bringing up Deadpool just because I thought this was actually a really well done game. (laughs) Very funny. Yes. Yeah, Daredevil. That one would be. That one would be pretty good. I feel like Blade really does rely though on the, on a new iteration of movies, (laughs) just a little bit to get the, get them back in the frame of mind. Otherwise, you're going to. I think struggle a little. For sure, for sure. Yeah, who's playing Blade now? It's Marshala Ali is the name of Marshala Ali. Um, I was sort of close. <laughs> I had an M and I had an Ali. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm. I really like that actor, so I'm, I'm pretty excited uh, to see him t- uh, bring it to the big screen. It's gonna be different because um, I don't think he, he's like he's playing it as a like a Muslim Blade, right? So the, the mythos will be different. Mm. which which i think is an interesting take you know i've never actually read the um blade comics but like, i've seen like you know wesley snipes obviously uh and i don't remember it having a big deal like i don't think crosses did anything to the vampires i, I can't remember now did you guys remember if they did anything i don't crosses? it's been forever i don't remember it's been forever I, I just i'm just trying to think of the movies even i don't think they ever did anything with crosses yeah i i know he throws he has like little throwing stars and he has obviously a sword and then in the second so like the first movie he fights against like the lowly vampire that turns himself into like the blood god then he fights the like transformed vampires that have the split jaws and then he fights the first vampire in the third movie I don't think I saw any of the other Blade. I only saw the first one because I remember being a little kid and my mom didn't want me to watch any rated R movies. And my dad's like, no, no, son, I got you. I got you. Let's watch Blade. And then you're not. All right, cool. (laughs) Definitely watch the second one. It's it's by far better. It's by far the best of the series. I don't even remember the first one. I need to rewatch that one. Okay. Yeah, the first one's okay. The ending is a little like, meh. But the second movie is really good. I I hope they... I do hope, though, that they um, don't try to, like, tone it down. I really hope. I that's, yeah. my, that's my biggest thing, where it's like, I hope they keep it to that same, at, at least the same level that they have in the, in the other movies. And maybe they have to learn from uh, basically the Batman movies and and Deadpool that people are still very much willing to watch a rated R superhero movie. Like, is he really a superhero? Technically, I mean. Blade just says his own stuff. He's killing vampires. Vampires are bad. I mean, it's not, is it really, um, is it really hero driven is the question. To a certain extent, because he's he's kind of just has his own personal vendetta. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it just depends. I guess he's an anti-hero because yeah, he's an anti-hero because he's very self-serving <laughs> in his goals. Deadpool's an anti-hero, so I mean, 
I feel like an anti-hero has to be a Rainbow Marsh film. Yeah. Yeah, that's the problem with Venom. That's why the Venom movies are like the second movie was bad. But the first one was pretty good. But what they needed the show was Venom being Venom and just eating people. <laughs> they needed that rated R. Yeah. That's oh a freaking video game I forgot to bring up was the Ultimate Spider-Man game where you get to play oh. as Venom. It's so good. Yeah. And the thing is what's so is to bring up that, you know, the balloon mission from <laughs> Spider-Man 2. Is at the very beginning when you play as Venom, you eat a kid. Yeah, the balloon. balloon. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, and then he goes to the football field, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yeah. Oh man, I love that game. In the chat, was Chris trying to say Indiana Jones is a superhero? Yes, Indiana Jones is not a superhero. He is. <laughs> hey, I'm with Chris on that. That guy did some magical stuff with his whips, like in- <laughs> inhuman stuff. Yes. Yeah, oh, you know what? Now that we think about it, speaking of whoops, the best superhero film is obviously Catwoman with Halle Berry. They should make oh. that into a whole video game series and also a movie series. <laughs> oh God, is that the one with the really tight like black leather? Am I thinking they the right all person? Have super yes, tight. she's always super tight leather. Though. Yeah, but no, that one she like gets possessed by a cat god or something, and oh, she God. like her name's right. not Selena Kyle; it's something else. And it, it's, yeah, it was a very weird. She has like a sexy back- basketball game. <laughs> it's like, what is this? Okay, DC. <laughs> Such trash. Oh, and Halle Berry is just... a good actress, too. So it's like, why did she ever sign up for that? Also, DC does like to go much darker than Marvel. So <laughs> it's mm-hmm. a darker universe. Yeah. But I feel like I they like also, f- I feel like they've really leaned into it a little bit, too, just to kind of uh, distinguish themselves from. Marvel. Yeah, I think they Marvel goes a bit jokesy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pearl. I don't even know what that is, Chris. Oh, All right, I will look up Pink Pearl. Wasn't there a uh, superhero made called Snowflake recently? I heard that. Oh, yeah, there was a... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Uh, Please. I, think, uh, I, I want... I want, I want, I want the news on uh, I forget what the new ones are. Oh, they, no they had a whole yet. new group of superheroes that they created that were kind of ridiculous. Oh, like are you talking about heroes like, and stuff? Are you talking about the Marvel heroes that are? Yeah. <laughs> so it's and it made I, everyone I, so mad. I was only half paying attention, so I hope I don't pick the wrong ones. But it's like Snowflake and um, one that was like meant to go for like LGBT, and everyone was like, "That is not like that is offensive." Well, it was just a super stereotype, and it's like, are you stone deaf? Like, one of Snowflake, I'll look them up now. <laughs> they deserve a movie, I'm just saying. I would pay to watch that movie. <laughs> or the, or the uh, a movie about their, uh, like, how they created them. Just like a com, like a comedy. They got to team up comedy. <laughs> they need someone needs to make like a comedy about the creation of these superheroes and just be like, just take them to task over how like dumb <laughs> that they were. Oh no, the story itself is going to be so much better than the characters. All right, so themselves. it's Snowflake and Safe Space. <laughs> Safe Space. <laughs> <laughs> safe space. Yes, no, if someone invaded my safe space, Joker can't do anything to you. Oh, you can't see the pictures. Hold on. They need a movie. No, what is happening right now? Why didn't I go and say no? That's the third one. Snowflake. Safe browser histories. 
<laughs> hero. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yes. Right there. They need. They need a movie. Snowflake and safe space. I don't know what they're thinking here. Yeah. That's like right. the uh, cloak and dagger. That's what okay. I'm getting from these guys. Okay. Okay. Co- I'm just pitching it. Comedy movie. A movie that's a pure comedy about the people who created these two. Kind of like that, a. Uh, that would be the best. <laughs> yeah, kind of like what um the Tommy Wiseau stuff, dude, documentary and how that was made. Yeah. Yes. Um, and Chris sent a text about Howard the Duck as being a. I, I'm pretty certain he's, he's like one of the most ridiculous comic book characters. Howard the Duck could be the Nick Fury. Yes. Yes. Oh man. All right. Well, we are coming up a little bit past an hour, so if you guys want to have any final comments on uh, on uh, superhero films and superhero video games, do you think we're in a good place now? Do you think it's going to get better? Do you think it's going to get worse? Uh, I think they're going to go with it. They're going to just saturate it. Well, oh, the part that I forgot to mention earlier is as long as they're not like copying and pasting much of the mechanics or like style of the game, right? It, if they, they have to be standalone, distinguishable products, otherwise it's going to be, it's going to just get stupid. Yeah, I think that we're in a place where they're going to get better. Um, I'm kind of concerned about Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad because like you were saying about it getting super saturated, those games are very different in terms of tone and story, but both games require four different play or four different characters to play as and it's a very similar type of play style. It's just a beat em up game like Batman Arkham Knight. And I think that although I'm excited for both games for the story, it's literally gonna be the same game, you know, mechanically. And I really hope games don't get in the trope to where um sorry video games where they can only be beat up games you can't do anything mm-hmm. beyond that um I look, look at what telltale did that was something really in- interesting and yep. unique um i just I, i'm really with andrew on that i just don't want it to be saturated in the same thing with a different skin that is what's concerning me see for that though they're gonna with the different characters they're gonna really have to they're gonna have to pour everything into the story right the narrative the how it makes you feel to play as each of them so that you want to play slightly different. I think I exactly. think that's that's what they're going to have to focus on because of how similar they all are. Yep. Yeah, at the end of the day, most superheroes are punching the bad guy. So, or at least some kind of variation of them hitting it. So, most games would translate most easily to just being a beat em up. So, yeah, it's going to be a trap that they're they're probably going to fall into. Also, you know, if it's a newer a, even if there's a game of, of a character that has been made before, but hasn't been for a while, so it's like Wonder Woman. Um, I highly doubt they're going to be super exploratory in those games. Um, they're going to do the safe, like maybe an action adventure game, just like Batman. They're not going to go with like a more story driven, like Telltale game or one where um, like a completely different setting. And they're not going to be super, they're not going to challenge the narrative, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. They will try to play as safe as possible, I think, for the first time for a new character. Sure. I don't, I just, I don't, I just don't think I'm convinced by Wonder Woman. Of the game. I, I, Still OP. I, I, yeah, I'm, but what are you going to do the whole game? Just lasso of truth, everybody? Like, like. Yes. No, you're just going to jump in the invisible jet. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah right, I. That one, I, yeah, I'm not convinced by Wonder Woman as a video game that it's going to be likable. We'll have to wait and see for the trailer. Is there any, 
any clues yet as to what style they're going with? No, I think the only thing they've shown is like her walking out of the shadow. That's it. Okay, so it's it's not going. It, they haven't said if it will be linear or if it's going to be more open world. I don't think yeah, no. so. Yeah, no. no. Yeah. The only way I could see it being good is if they just did it linear. I don't think open world works for Wonder Woman. Okay. Just given her uh, OPS. It'd be like open world with Superman. You're just... You did the god code cheat, and then you're just having fun. <laughs> for exactly, yeah. minutes, and then you're done. <laughs> and you paid $60 for the pleasure of 30 minutes of just... Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys have any final thoughts on this? Or are we good? You think I we think beat I this pretty much death. said everything <laughs> that uh, uh, needed to be said in terms of Batman and video games and whatnot, and the movie. Yeah. All right. oh, I won't be spoilers. happy. I won't be happy until Snowflake and Safe Space have a video game. Yes. Let's go. We got to get a petition. Yes, I I would probably go see this. I would pay to see that movie just to see how terrible it is. I just love how they're dressed like a tag team wrestling team. <laughs> well, it's like they had this like big announcement, like this Snowflake was going to be some great thing, kicked. and like no one likes these characters. It's like, what were you thinking? This is... I, I, I just see it. Snowflake gets her ass kicked in the first round, has to tag in safe space. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Yes. Oh God. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> anyway, as always, I'm Will. And I'm uh, Andrew. Saying Helio supporting Snape, Snape Lake, Snowflake, and Snape Space. <laughs> that's that's like they're like combined the characters. Yes. When they no space. <laughs> no space. All right. Thanks, guys. Oh, thanks, Lake. Thank you. you. <laughs> and we'll see you on the next yeah, one. Bye, guys. Bye. See you later. <laughs>